Welcome back to another podcast for the iGen Entrepreneur. Um, my name is Austin Patterson, and in studio, recording with me, we got Austin Wade across the table as one of our hosts. What's up? I got to turn your mic up a little bit. Oh, can you hear me now? Can yeah. You hear me now? Yeah. We probably should start doing that stuff beforehand. Before maybe, the show starts. Yeah. And then today, as our guest, we have, um, well, let's just let him introduce himself. Uh, Jerome Wade. Hi, Dad. What's happening? <laughs> Guys, I'm, I'm so excited to be on the uh, show with you today. Let's have a great time. Yeah, this is awesome. This is pretty sweet. This is our third show. So let's get into it. It's feeling a little more official. Day, Listen, though. you know, Day it's impressive. Three, show three. It's impressive yeah. what's already happened in the first couple of days of your podcast. I mean, this thing is on fire. Yeah, we've already had so. 140 listens, so that's pretty good. Yeah, no doubt. And that's just the beginning without really doing any marketing. Yep. I mean, it's phenomenal. So well done, guys. Yep. Yeah, you just do it, and then something happens. Yep. That's all there is also, to just so everybody knows, we have had 140 people, so uh, that's good. But I'm still going to keep making uh, hi mom jokes because uh, <laughs> she's the only one that's actually DM'd us for her free merch. Actually, we had somebody else. We we did have actually no. Now we've had two people, but my mom was the first person, so she <laughs> she's definitely out doing you guys. It's she's, good when your mom does it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's really at who least this podcast somebody is knows you're for. out there. Our dream target market is iGen entrepreneurs, but really, it's just our moms yeah <laughs> as long as we're getting that one if we yeah. get if we're not getting that then it's not good yeah when my mom Something's starts listening working. i know the content sucks. <laughs> so uh anyway um we've done the introductions dad tell tell them a little bit about you tell them a little bit about what you do um and and whatnot awesome well i'm an entrepreneur at heart i've uh, been an entrepreneur launching organizations for about the last geez probably 25 ish years started my first nonprofit here in uh, Albuquerque at the University of New Mexico with a uh, co-ed leadership organization that I was leading. We led it here in Albuquerque and then it spread all over the state of New Mexico for the different universities. Uh, love that. Did that for about five or six years. Then I launched my second nonprofit, which became the third largest of its type in the last 25 years. Still holds that record, even though I've retired from it a few years ago. Launched a non uh, for-profit design build construction company a number of years ago built a number of uh, you know kind of high-end custom homes and still have that business for future investments and then about four years ago I launched the company that I lead now epic advantage we focus on executive leadership solutions so we work with business owners executive leaders senior leaders people just like you entrepreneurs uh, to help them uh, d design develop and drill deep the culture that will engage their workforce, that will inspire their, their clients. But here's what I love, that culture that will also make their competition fear them. And so I get to have a lot of fun. I do speak internationally. I'm a published author. Uh, I've got some really cool things happening. About to go to Everest 18 days from today. Sick. I'll be leaving to uh, trek to base camp Everest. So we've got some cool things happening. You've been training next door to us over at Training Innovations with uh, with Ken Harley. Ken, man, yeah. I just left uh, the training this morning, and it was a leg day. And let me tell you, I don't know if I'm the only person in the world that hates legs, but working your legs out is so stinking brutal. I almost threw up three times today. Uh, so, but it's part of it, you know. And, and we're going to be trekking from about 9,500 feet all the way up to 17,500. And so we're going to be carrying, you know, weight and, uh, of course, our body weight up the mountain. So I think legs right now is pretty important in preparation for Everest. Yeah, for just, sure. Just well, I think, I think you're getting some shirts made for uh, the Trek to Everest. Too. Yeah. So shout out to uh, Ink Theory. Shout out to Ink At Theory. Ink Theory on Instagram. That's right. Yeah. GetIncTheory.com. Huh? I can't hear myself at all. I think 
I don't know what's going on with your headphones. Hello, hello. Okay, now I can now I can hear me. Okay, <laughs> yeah, uh, you're the one that's controlling yeah, your headphones. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to be getting those Everest shirts today. Is the rumor that I've had because well, the amazing thing about Ink Theory is the turnaround. Yeah, it's a guaranteed three day turnaround, but that's from approval payment. Ah, and so you what know, are you saying? Dad's got to pay, huh? No, I got to pony joking. up, huh? Just joking, no. But that's kind of interesting. That actually does bring us to one point uh, when you were talking about like signature culture there. Yeah. And talking about making your competition fear you. Yeah. Um, it's been awesome to see, you know, like there's a couple people in town um, that have kind of like uh, changed some of their marketing. Um, and it's like fairly direct. Like we've, you know, we rolled out the three day turnaround time from the beginning. Um, and there's a couple of people trying to compete with that. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of interesting seeing like the kind of waves that you can make. Um, pretty quickly when you have like the right culture and when you have the right ideas in mind and stuff. Well, here's, here's some things to think about. Most organizations have an accidental culture, right? Most organizations have an unintended culture. So consequently, what you get is accidental behavior, right? You get unintended performance. Mm -hmm. And so when you, when you are negligent, and that's what I want to use the word negligent, when you don't have an intentional culture in your organization, you're not going to get the results you want. You're not going to inspire your clients and you're not going to engage fully your work force right. mm-hmm. but when that is clear crystal clear and i'm not talking about complexities here mm-hmm. I, i'm not a man of complexity i try to bring things down to their irreducible minimum to make them as simple as possible so they're understood at face value and then uh, internally and externally people get it and they know what's expected of them mm-hmm. but yeah. here's the deal when you talk about making your competition fear you there's reasons people are looking at ink theory because you've got people's attention fast you guys yeah. have only been in business what is it 90 this days is yet? Our, this is our fourth month technically we got our equipment on january what 18th 18th yeah. so it's well, 90 it was days today delayed because of the snow is today the 18th yeah 90 days today uh, today's the 19th i think it actually 90 days there you go so yeah, 91 so we're, days we're 90 days deep in this but yeah and so Dude, listen see insane. what see what you've already done though because you guys came with a very specific <laughs> strategy you had market um uh, where you did some market research you understood where the flaws in the custom apparel industry is and you brought the solution and now mm-hmm. it's reverberating it's resonating and i guarantee you the reason why your competition is looking at you is because they fear you mm-hmm. you're taking clients from them and that's what you want that's the name of the game yeah 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 no i guess that that brings actually a good question up for me what is um so like i guess taking the clients from other like you're not intentionally doing it what I guess from my perspective, it's always been the lower price wins, mm-hmm. but that's not the best Better mindset. Wins. Yeah, <laughs> that's I agree. If with you that. win on price alone, you're going to lose. That on was price the alone. one saying that when we started, it kind of it kind of solidified that oh, we can't just undercut everybody. That's mm-hmm. not how you win. Well, there's but always going to be yeah, there's always going to be a cheaper person. We can't compete with you know we can't compete yeah. with China. I, I don't buy the best price. Yeah, I, I buy the best organization. Yeah. For example, so Ken is working me out, right? He's my coach. He's my trainer. He has been for the last 60 days. If, if Ken stopped producing results, yeah. he loses my business, uh-huh. right? So, I mean, I, like, I love him as a friend, but if he stops producing results, then he's no longer going to get a check from me. Yeah. And that's the same thing that's true with clients. That's why your signature culture is so important because culture – ultimately produces the results a client want it gives mm-hmm. them the experience that they want it when people come into the ink theory operations here yeah. they're energized they're jazzed because yeah. it's fun you guys are engaging they get mm-hmm. to be a part of the process yeah, yeah. they here. get to see the inside of everything so it's not just the product you're giving them it's also the experience you have and that's why intentionality with your culture is so important mm-hmm. you're you're predetermining the experience the client is going to have the, yeah. the internal mechanism the internal uh, workings the the uh, engagement of your employees. Yeah. 
you predetermine. That's why intentionality is so important. And I call my program Signature Culture, creating, developing your signature culture because the culture of your business should be as unique as your individual signature, Mm -hmm. right? I don't need to go copy somebody else. There's lots of people in my industry, right? There's a, a lot of professional speakers, authors. There's a lot of consultants out there that are in the culture world or one of the things I speak to is executive fatigue and also how culture affects an executive's demand or performance mm-hmm. um there's there's a few people in that market right so there's it's a in a sense i got a lot of competition out there yeah but if i choose to create my culture that i want my customers to experience and my team to deliver then that's my strategic advantage your mm-hmm. number one strategic advantage is not even the quality of your product it's the experience your your employees and your customers will have and then of course the bonus is you're yeah. giving them incredible product. I think one way that we get to see that every day is in our live events. That's something that's really cool. We can see it in like a super tangible way whenever we're going in live printing for people. We uh, like so we we have like add-ons to our different products and stuff. And really, what they what they come out to is like they enhance the product and everything like that. But the people like foils end up yeah, and yeah yeah for the foils we let a lot of people peel their own foils off and it's just like a little basic thing. But it's really cool and they always get to experience that. So then they go like oh well. Let me get another one. It's five bucks more for that other foil and stuff. So to them, it, they've lost the price is not even the key anymore because they're going for whatever looks cooler on that part. For but sure. also, I think it's more of the experience of making their own shirt, and that's kind of the whole culture thing. They can kind mm-hmm. of get involved in the whole process. So that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just like like with uh, with anything. There's like different price scales. Like there's you know you've got Dollar Tree, you've got Walmart, and then above that you've got you know like your Whole Foods and Trader Joe's and stuff. Mm -hmm. And like Trader Joe's and Whole Foods are growing so much right now because they do it better. Um, You know, like you can get um, all your stuff at Walmart, but you're going to get better stuff that you know where it's coming from, um, healthier stuff, cleaner stuff, and a better environment at Whole Foods or Mm -hmm. uh, Trader Joe's. And then like Dollar Tree is even like a step below Walmart. And like, you know, it's a good business and there's people that shop there and it's awesome. But um people just decide like what level they want and in everything there's like different um i guess there's different values placed on the different quality of stuff and like ink theory is providing an excellent quality now our prices are super competitive um with everybody but at the end of the day um we're the fastest screen printing company in albuquerque maybe even america we haven't found somebody faster so (laughs) definitely in new mexico definitely in new mexico so um get you know let us know dm us if you're a print shop and you guarantee (laughs) faster than three days um i'd be impressed have me um, on the show. See what yeah. you're doing. Yeah, yeah we'll have you on the show. Go. Talk to you. Um, no, so I, I guess with like with anything, there's you know, um, there's there's different levels of pricing. So, so what do you say to the person that lo- well to the company? So for me, this happens every once in a while. I I lost two clients last month um, based on price alone. Mm-hmm. It was mostly because I didn't call them. Mm-hmm. Really, I just emailed back to them and sent them the quote and then I followed up later and they're like, oh, we went with somebody else because your prices weren't as competitive as them. So what do you do in those situations where price seems to be like the only, um, did you just kind of, you know, go to the next one at that That point? Absolutely. You just move on because you're going to have an ideal client and an ideal client is going to want to pay your fee, Mm -hmm. pay your price. Yeah. Uh, They're going to want what you offer beyond just the price. Because Mm -hmm. they see the value in it. They see the value and trust because here's what they're going to find. They might get a better price from somebody else, but will that organization, will that business be able to deliver the results they're looking for in the time frame they're promising? Mm -hmm. So let's say that you're, let's say this other organization was a, a few dollars cheaper. We don't 
don't know what the price variance was. Do you no. know what it was? No. Okay. They didn't I'm tell sure me. Well, just said let's say it's 100 bucks or 500 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. It might be marginal. It might be more significant. It's irrelevant, the, the margin. But the end of the day, did they actually get what they paid for when they said they would get it? Mm-hmm. And maybe they did. That's fine. But I don't chase people who don't want to pay my price. I have a certain fee. I'm not at the low end of the scale. I'm not at the highest end of the scale either. Um, but if you don't want to pay my fee, that's okay. Mm-hmm. It just opens up space for me to find the ideal clients that I'm going to keep for the long haul because that's really what I want. I don't want the onesies and twosies that are going to pop in and then right. leave me. I am the kind of guy, my business model, I'm here for the long haul. Yeah. I, you know, Particularly with culture work, it takes time to create culture. Mm-hmm. You, you have to be very intentional, and it's a design process. It's like being an architect, an engineer, where you're coming in and you're crafting this amazing piece of art, this, this uh, statue of David like Michelangelo crafted mm-hmm. out of a piece of granite, and it takes time to do that. And so that's why the relationship is far more valuable to me than finding just the guy who wants Walmart prices. But here's the deal. And Walmart's a great organization, but with Walmart prices, you get Walmart quality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't I, – I want something beyond that. Yeah. No, that's good. That's really good. That's, uh, that's well, one of the things that I struggled with at first. So don't look, though, go. but don't look at it like it was a loss. Yeah. It wasn't a loss. It was like all they did is they helped you identify your ideal client mm-hmm. because that's what's critical in business for your iGen listeners right now. You, you've And this is what's taken me a little while, but once I identified my ideal client, my ideal customer, this is that picture-perfect person, uh, individual organization that I want to work with. Now I know exactly who to talk to. I know how to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what they know what's expected. And so that's what I think you you learn from stuff like this, where it feels like, dang it, I lost the deal. But you really didn't lose anything. You Mm -hmm. gained far more than the loss of Mm -hmm. a few dollars. Yeah, and then when you do get a client that's not about the price, it it makes you feel so much better because it's more about they feel like they're getting – what they're paying for really yeah and then it's more solidified well, in the, the other thing too that we've kind of learned is we really have to um like because they're this is a really like saturated market like there's so many custom apparel companies out there that they can choose from we really have to like differentiate ourselves and like let them know how we are different and uh you know one of the coolest things about that is like when we get people into the shop um for the most part they turn into like some of our best clients when Absolutely. they when they stop in the shop because they can see some of the examples of the work we've done um you know they feel the energy that that we have here um they see excellence written all over the building um and uh you know from 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 the point that they meet us in person nine times out of ten they turn into a no, no, actually probably more like ten times out of ten they turn <laughs> into a, a client of ours um and so that's what's pretty cool too like it's hard via email only to express the value without without like sounding like you're selling yourself too hard mm-hmm. um which isn't good either but like if you can talk to somebody on the phone or get them into the shop like it's it's a way way easier sell and you know they it, you just help them see the value well i think also in business what you've got so you identifying your ideal client is is figuring yeah, your one. ideal customer is very important but then there's your usp your unique selling proposition Right. So, for example, Austin P., let's go back to that person that said, hey, um, we went with the other guy because of price. Well, in the conversation, your unique selling proposition is not just, hey, we've got great Mm -hmm. price structure. But beyond that, let me tell you what else you're getting. Right. You get a three day delivery guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Right. So we're going to turn this thing around for you. You're going to have quality work. 
But also, just so you know, here's the other unique selling proposition from our organization. You're getting people who are going to be in relationship with you, and that's just part of our culture. Mm -hmm. right? That, to me, I'm willing to pay for that. Yeah. Because there's too much distrust in business. There's been too many people who buy a product, and, and when they buy that product, they don't get what they paid for. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, where's the relationship in that? Because yeah. I'm not going to let my friends down. I'm not going to cheat my friends on a quality issue. I'm going to give them everything I can. In fact, I'm going to bonus my friends. Yeah. Right? So I'm going to go above and beyond. And that's why you want to use your unique selling proposition over price. Because if, if it's a battle of price, somebody's going to beat you. Yeah. Somebody's going to beat you. Because there's going to be an organization down in Juarez, Mexico, that's going to sell these shirts for pennies on the dollar. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. Well, they can live off pennies off the dollar. They can't run a business in the U.S. like this. Yeah. So if, if it's price, let them go wherever they're going to go, but they're going to get quality uh, commensurate with the price, but they're getting far more than quality here. Yeah. yeah. They're getting that culture of relationship that we're with you. We're friends for the long haul. That's good. That's really good. Well, and then you were talking about identifying your target, uh, your target market, basically, and that's something that we've kind of been narrowing in on a little bit. You know, we're still only 90 days old as of today, basically. Um, and so that's, you know, obviously something that's going to come be become a little more narrowed with time. But it's kind of funny because at first, like we we the market we thought we were first going to be like targeting to really hasn't been our market that much mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. Um, and so it's kind of like shifted a little bit. and We're learning like who we do like to work with and, and who is who is, you know, the, the markets that are looking for price alone and that kind of stuff. And um, so who we do and who we don't need to be marketing to. And that's like crucial for marketing because if you just you know go and throw out a facebook ad um <laughs> yeah and you tell facebook like throw this at everybody yeah it's like wasted you're, you're, dollars yeah it's wasted money but yeah. if you can like narrow in on like this is my ideal client and and get down it's like gary v always talks about how having like a niche market mm -hmm. um and how like if you're if you um market yourself as a you know like a uh, football photographer um, there's not really any like football photographers in a state like New Mexico um, to like sell photography to like students and that kind of stuff. And so that's like a really small niche. And that person is going to be the biggest football uh, photographer in New Mexico just by design because that's what they're marketing for. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess just narrowing in because at first we were like too broad. And I yeah. feel like everybody goes we start too that, broad. Most, most people yeah. in their entrepreneurial pursuits start way too wide. I did. The, yeah. Even this business now. I started with my, my target market was anybody. Right. <laughs> I, I'm desperate, right? I want to grow this business. I want influence. I want resources. I, I want impact, whatever. And I just started reaching everybody. And you just can't. And here's, yeah. the, here's the thing for the listening, uh, the iGen uh, entrepreneurs that are listening. Um, have the courage to narrow your focus. Now, what you guys are experiencing in your first 90 days, you, you start a business with assumptions. We assume. Right. We don't know. You can't know. It's we assume It is. It's in theory, yeah. right? Ink theory. Um, but you start with assumptions that this is our target market. But yeah. then as you get into it, you begin to understand and you begin to learn a language and you begin to identify, whoa, we really click with them and, man, it really yeah. worked with them. And then your target market comes into focus. And, but the fear is it, the narrower I become, the less money I will make. And that is absolutely false. The narrower you become in your market and your marketing, mm -hmm. the, 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 they call it riches in the niches, right? The more impact, the more resources, the more business that comes your way. So for me, when I started this business four years ago, I, I again, I'm, I'm like anybody and everybody. I just was the guy who provided leadership solutions. Well, there's a million people doing that. So it's hard to market against them. What makes me more unique than that? But then in last year, one year ago in January, so 15 months ago now, 
I started identifying where I saw the greatest results in the client base that I developed over the last three and a half years, and it was always with the executive leaders. Mm -hmm. So senior VPs, uh, senior level management, and above, two business owners, entrepreneurs. That's the ones that I always get results with. That's the one that I have the most fun with. It's the one that resonate the most with me. And so once I started doing that, then it just became a lot easier to have conversations with people. And then I wasn't wasting time having conversations with people who weren't decision makers. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. now now I know who to have deci- or have conversations with. I know what conversation to have with them. I know their pain points. And so now it's a lot easier to bring my USP, my unique selling proposition, uh, and share with them what it is that I'm doing, whether it's my culture work or my executive fatigue work. Now I can have specific conversations. I'm the expert. I'm the authority in a niche versus being a generalist. Yeah. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I tend to think very broadly about pretty much all the stuff that we come up with, but <laughs> this is uh, that's what we've been noticing a lot lately too. Like the, the big clients that we like to work with, it's so much easier to talk to now because yeah. we know exactly what they want every yeah. time. And then the little guys, it's kind of uh, you know we still we still take care of them too. But at the end of the day, the ones that actually help us to keep moving forward and keep progressing are the ones that are in that niche market for us. So that's yeah. that's pretty cool. And and for us, it happens to be more. What would you say is like our our market that we've been mostly targeting lately? I mean, definitely like we've been working with like a lot of young people, so like student organizations and stuff Schools, like that. Schools, different um, whether it be like Greek Life or um, you know we've got a couple of different uh, like. Um, oh, what do you call it? Ah, just re- various student organizations yeah. on campus, as well as working with administration on campus on different campuses and stuff like that. So, um, and then we've been getting a lot of sports recently too. Um, Albuquerque Soul, shout out to them. Yeah, um, we just got uh, they're a semi-professional soccer team here in Albuquerque. Um, so are these all the shirts that you're printing for them? Uh, yeah. So these That's are the ones impressive. that we did at the at the live event. Yeah. Yeah, um, we're gonna dude, actually. I love that multicolor soul shirt. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna actually change it up at. Um, so I was talking to uh, Larry. He's the guy that he just that, texted me actually. Dude, yeah, Larry's yeah. a good guy. Yeah, so we were talking and stuff, and I was like, man, because we're gonna go to every soccer game that's a home game here in live print. So if you guys are in town, you're in Albuquerque, come to the Albuquerque Soul, watch them play. It's gonna be pretty cool. Um, but every soccer game is going to be a unique set of shirts to choose from. So, like, from one soccer game to the next. It's different. It's different apparel. Beautiful. So it's smart, gonna be, smart, smart. It's going to be a cool little like little deal, too. So, like, hey, you were at this soccer game. You have mm-hmm. this shirt. There's so many opportunities there. Yeah. So it's going to be pretty cool. But Well, and I'm excited, too, because I'm looking at a T-shirt on the wall here that's a global organization that's oh, got some amazing opportunities. And so, I mean, but it's also in the athletic world. Yeah, yep. yeah, you know, but so so what you're experiencing though is as you get into the business, the ideal client starts to identify themselves. Yeah, yeah. right. And at some point, you're going to marry that and say, "This is our ideal client." But here's what you need to understand: even though you have an ideal client, it doesn't mean that you don't provide service and product for other people. Mm-hmm. It just means that your marketing, your attention goes to those that are in this niche, this lane. Um, and then when the others come, because you're going to get a lot of referral business, yeah, yeah. people say, man, you changed the game for me. Well, you guys are primary in education. Well, do you ever do any work in nonprofit or mm-hmm. whatever it might be? Well, yeah, of course we can do that because the solution is the same. We just put our expertise into this one niche, yeah. but the solution works in many other applications. So basically the ideal way to do it would be to market to the niche that we already have identified. Absolutely. And then everything else is more, because it's more focused, so we get a lot more clients that way that are a lot more bank for the money yeah Yeah. their ideal that we're marketing to and then all the other ones come more of a referral basis not necessarily marketed to directly but Mm -hmm. 
And that's, you know. Well, and we're never going to turn somebody down that's not in our niche market. No, that's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. So. No, that's awesome. That's really cool. What is, uh, what's our next, uh, what's our topic thing that we, oh. we go to next usually? <laughs> um, well, I don't know that we really did a business growth update to talk about like where our businesses are growing, but we kind of touched on that with like niche markets. So we'll move on to the next one because we're already kind of running out of time. We're already 20 minutes deep. Good. Nice. Um, so, and we also actually talked about what we did to grow the business with uh, niche markets as well. So um, let's go to wins of the week. Did you have any big wins this past week? My my big win this week is I hired an executive assistant, and go. I have been in search, right, for yeah. probably the last three years. I've hired a few great, great people that have helped me, um, but I really needed somebody that was going to bring that high-octane leadership and support that I needed as an entrepreneur, as a senior leader. And so I uh, started a gal just last week, Dari, from uh, – she's out in um, the Carolinas – so she's my virtual assistant, but man, already she is crushing it. And yeah. I, I mean, just the weight that it takes off a senior leader to have somebody that's making sure all the bases are covered, the details are taken care of is huge. So once we get her past this first 90 days of just, you know, educating and informing her of the business, I'm really excited what's coming. But just in her first few days, totally stoked about that. So that's that, awesome. That would be a big win of the day of the week for me. And uh, I think another one outside of business would just be personally in my fitness and my training it took a huge leap nice so it's all paying off yeah right? you, you, you see those leaps every now you kind of stall but then you see the leaps yeah so i see it in business and personally uh this week so sweet that's awesome that's pretty cool we uh we're we're looking into hiring hopefully hopefully soon because that's gonna hopefully take a lot of uh pressure off everything yeah. that we've been going through yep What's your big win for the week? Big win for the week? Ah, oh, dang. Since the last time we talked, I don't, I don't know. I know. <laughs> it's did a we, lot do, of... we didn't do a big win of the week uh, last in either of the first two podcasts. So I just think there's a lot of – probably this podcast, honestly. This is a huge deal. Yeah. That we didn't we, – we literally – I forgot we launched that this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on three days ago, right? Yeah. I walked in, and I had brought my, my soundboard and stuff from home like a couple – like a couple of days before that, just to kind of get prepared because we knew we were going to start doing some stuff with the podcast. We do videos and stuff all the time, but we we're like, man, let's get into podcasts. So yeah. started that about three days ago, and we now, started on Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, we were like sitting there, like we Austin had already had the microphone set up for whenever we were ready. Um, but I'm kind of like a perfectionist. I'm always like, um, oh well, we got to get the social media launched first, and we yeah. got to do this and hype it up and whatever. And then we were just like looking at each other. And we we're like, we should do a podcast. Let's do okay, it. Okay, we do. And then we did it. Uh, put it out there and launched the social media right away and stuff. So it was pretty cool. I'd say that was definitely our big one of the week. Yeah, especially the, because we have like 130 view, or listens now. Yeah. Yep. And it's on iTunes. Yep. So that's sick. Yep. The other win um, for Ink Theory was. Um, Probably Monday. I mean, we did live screen printing pretty much all day with Rock and Brews for their golf tournament. Uh, we got to talk to some awesome people, got some great business connections there, and uh, looking like we're about to be making some big moves with some people that we met there too. So, um, you know, it's been a good week. Yeah. Every week's a good week though. Yeah. So, it's been awesome. That's um, awesome. So, I guess that you, now that I look at this uh, like little schedule that we wrote or whatever. <laughs> I feel like it's all the same question, like over and over. So we're gonna need to we're gonna need to adjust that. Um, yeah. What's the next good? one was big news and big moves, but honestly, like big moves, he just hired somebody. Yeah. Um, big moves, we just launched a podcast, and you know, just met a co- bunch of cool people. Let's on Monday, talk. So yeah, let's talk about like uh, what we can do with this podcast and like kind of how um, I don't know how we can branch out to the community with this specifically. Like what what kind of techniques could we use? 
that we've used with like ink theory and that Jerome's used with uh, Epic Advantage. Like right. what, what, what kind of techniques do you think that we will be using to get this platform out? Well, I think number one is uh, what we were talking about earlier, like the niche market. Like we already have identified the niche market that we want to uh, that we want to work with. Yeah, it's high tech entrepreneurs. <laughs> um, so you know, that's anybody born from 1996 to let's see when iGen years. I actually don't know the end years. Um, so it's anybody born 1995 through 2014, or wait, hold on. Okay, there's different there's different people that say different things, but somewhere 1995 is the definitive first year, and the ending year is sometime between 2009 and 2014. So, so then you got um, your target, you got your target audience. Yeah, people between the age of 22 and who's calling? Dang, can't can't you mute that, bro? You gotta you gotta interrupt the whole podcast. <laughs> Providence, Rhode Island. Answer it. It's a scammer. Put him on. No, <laughs> yeah, seriously, put him, put him on. Put him on. Answer it, Austin. It's all over. <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> next time a scammer calls me while we're doing a podcast i'm definitely putting them on um so anyway you know people people 22 to you know like down to probably high school or so um yeah let's uh i guess for people that also are wondering what this podcast is still about yeah uh, we had some questions on that too it's like hey, just, just listen. Just listen to the podcast. It's kind of yeah. cool. Um, what we want to do is really get a lot of business leaders in here, like Jerome, like a bunch of uh, the people that we've been meeting that are our clients, honestly. Um, that's kind of who we want to bring in that are successful, that kind of can show shed light into some areas that uh, maybe the the viewers would like to get a, a little bit of an, I don't know, like a sneak peek into the world and kind of when they're going on, you know, they're doing their own things now. Our generation is starting to grow up, so yeah. we'll see what uh, – who we can bring in that can really influence the way they start to do business. And the business world has changed. We were just talking to somebody um, just down the down the street from us, and he was talking to like, you guys are, this is crazy. I would have never thought to do a podcast to start like, you know, marketing myself and things like that. But it's like a whole new atmosphere compared to like five years ago and stuff like that. Hey, so are we talking about the next big move? Yeah. Check this out. I want to challenge the two of you. Okay. Uh-oh. All right. Here, here, game on. Don't do it. Because I think you guys are onto something with this iGen entrepreneur. I honestly think you guys are leading the edge on the next generation of entrepreneurs. All right? Mm -hmm. So th this is uh, the next big move for you. I challenge you to get Gary V to be on your podcast. Gary V? Gary V. The second one, Brenda Burchard. Because, and let me tell you why. Your unique selling proposition is you were the first podcast for iGen. Nobody else is doing this. Yeah. I promise you. No one else is doing this. Especially nobody that is an iGen. <laughs> nobody that's an iGen. So, but nobody's doing it. Yeah. They're, they're not recognizing this generation yet. And yeah. Austin, you're 21. You are the leading edge. Yeah. Austin Wade, you're the leading edge of this generation, right? Yeah. And yeah. so you, you both of you at 21 and 24, you're right there at the crux 24. of this. 23. 23. Sorry. <laughs> I gave you an extra year. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to make you an old man there, buddy. <laughs> Gosh dang but it. But I, I challenge you. Let that be your next big move because they will be inspired by this. Right. Yeah. Get Gary Vee on this show. Get Brendan Burchard on this show. Well, because they're the ones that kind of inspired absolutely us in the are. first place. Absolutely. So that would be something to so kind of – So that would be the next big move for you guys. Okay. So how do you think we make that happen? Well, I think you take what you're doing right now, and, and I think you reach out to him. I mean, yeah. you did something with Brandon Bouchard the other day. I w yeah, we were DMing back and forth for a little bit, and then he stopped responding. So, <laughs> Well, give it a shot, I, I, you though. You know what? You know what, That's Brendan? okay. You know what? <laughs> we need you on the show, Brendan. 
That's it. Uh, but that's what you do right there. Just say, listen, a big shout out to them and let him let them know what you're doing. That's uh, that you sell the unique opportunity of this. Yeah. We are the leading edge of the IGN. Yeah. Right. They are going to be inspired by this. Just if you as you have seen people in this community be inspired by you guys launching Ethereum, I'm telling you, your reputation is already sweeping the city. Yeah. So people are inspired by these two young maverick entrepreneurs, right, that are kicking butt and taking names. And this itself is a selling point. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think you reach out to Gary Vee and just say, Gary, we're the first of the I generation and we are about I gen entrepreneurs. Would you please be on our show? Right. And you never know it. You just have to ask. You never know. They might they might reject. Yeah. Right. They might just uh, totally throw the ball in a different direction, but that's okay. I would suggest, though, that you take that bold move and just ask it, ask for it and let them know what you're doing with iGen Entrepreneur podcast, because I think this is something they would want to be in. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Yeah. yeah. We'll tag them in every post on the iGen Entrepreneur page until they get on the show. That's it. Yeah, well, the the way to go about that, too, is Austin's kind of figured this out, like, as far as cold calling is, too. The easiest way to do it is you find the per you call in, right? What is yeah. your technique to... It kind of goes with cold calling, I guess. If you're trying to get Gary Vee's attention, what would you do first? That's kind of the, the, the way to, to look at it, right? I, I would get his attention through social media. Just See, that's, yeah, I feel like that's probably the best way. Like, we'll just tweet at him on a daily basis and Instagram him and comment on there. And then yeah. every time he's doing it, his podcast and he opens it up for calling in, we'll call and see if we can get on there. Um, I mean, at some point, it's going to connect. At some point, we're going to get on the show, or he's going to respond back to a comment or something like that, or he's going to DM us back. So we'll Say something like this, Gary, uh, Gary V. Our generation needs your voice. Yeah. Right? iGen needs the voice of Gary V. Yeah. Right? So help us be the voice. Help us launch what we're doing to bring this, to inspire other entrepreneurs to launch these amazing businesses that are going to change the world. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Let's do it. Sweet. Go done. <laughs> Consider it done, people. Yeah. Oh, wow. We're over. Dang. Goodness, man. These things fast. go by so fast. That's what happens yeah. when you have a really good guest. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one of these has been so fun and so fast. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's go ahead and get into, like, outros. Like, um, where can everybody reach you? Awesome. Yeah. So if you'd like to have a chat with me about my signature culture work, um, or to uh, maybe consider me to speak for your conference or event. I do speak internationally, anywhere in the world, anytime, any place. Uh, I also have books available on uh, Amazon right now, and I hope to have another book published this That's summer sick. called Everest Calling. Oh, my gosh. Defeating Your Greatest Fears to Live Your Biggest Dreams. Dang. And so that book I hope will be published midsummer. Got another book that will be published in the fall on executive fatigue. Uh, but you can reach me and, and learn more about me at my website, Jerome wade.com um that's also all my social media links so it's at jerome at all of them uh, at jerome twitter uh, at jerome linkedin at jerome uh, facebook at, at jerome. jerome instagram well uh, if you just uh, excuse me at jerome wade excuse yeah, me thank you say, awesome. wow I was like how did you get that forgive yeah. me forgive me forgive me <laughs> at jerome wade at all of those and so uh fortunately i got in early on all those social platforms that it's just my name jerome sweet wade. so um look forward to talking to you please reach out to me on my website jeromewade.com Awesome. Check them out. Sweet. And um, as always, don't forget to check out uh, Ink Theory at Getting Theory on Instagram and follow the podcast on Instagram. We've also, been some good content. Yeah, maybe get a uh, reach out to us on uh, at Getting uh, at iGen the iGen Entrepreneur on Instagram. Maybe we uh, we're gonna start talking about some like sponsorship opportunities, stuff like that. See what yeah, we for can, sure. Um, come up with for the show. The other thing we got to do a uh, we got to do a shirt giveaway code for today. So what's the shirt oh, yeah. giveaway code Epic. gonna be? Oh e yes. Ep 
Uh, it's gotta be something funny though. We gotta do. It's gotta Epicness. be epicness, epic sauce. Okay, spell epic as as dumb as you can. That's crazy. S- nice, yeah. I yeah. like it. Yeah, craziest so. one gets the craziest shirt. Oh no! Now I'm somebody. In what oh, is going on gosh. around here? You know, clients. The phone's you know what? Just this off is an indication of iGen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I've actually gotten like 10 emails during this thing. That's like business has been insane. So that's that's freaking awesome. We better let them go so we can go uh, send those emails. Cool, cool. Well, thanks for being with us. My Jerome. pleasure, guys. Anytime. Proud of what you're doing here. Uh, listen, for those of you listening right now, for all of your custom apparel needs, you need to work with Ink Theory. These guys are freaking amazing. Appreciate it. That's awesome. Guys, yep. you can reach us at Get Ink Theory on uh, all the social medias. And, and at the IGN Entrepreneur yep. on just Instagram right now. Hit us up, follow us, DM us, and uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Later. Romy out.